Uh, good morning and welcome to this podcast from Supply Side East in New Jersey. I'm Elaine Watson and I'm joined by Mark Blumenthal, founder and boss of the American Botanical Council. Mark, you chose the topic of economic adulteration for your presentation today. You also pointed out that it's nothing new, that people have been fiddling with foods for, for thousands of years in order to make a fast buck. But can you give us a sense of the extent of the problem in today's dietary supplements trade, especially in relation to botanicals, and whether you think the problem is getting worse? Uh, well, thanks for including me on this uh, podcast series. Um, it's hard to know exactly what the true extent of this problem is because I would presume that you had a denominator that is, uh, fi- uh, that is finite and you've actually done the metrics on this. So it's very difficult to tell, say, this year compared to five or ten years ago how much economically motivated adulteration there is in the area of herbal extracts, herbal raw materials, essential oils, and other uh, dietary supplements from a non-plant base, for example, that are dietary ingredients. Um, the general impression among many, many people in the industry, many colleagues of, of mine that are involved with industry, uh, is that there seems to be an increase in this area. For example, the most uh, egregious area is the area one called economically motivated adulteration of active pharmaceutical ingredients, or APIs. This is an egregious violation of laws and of just, uh, business ethics where people are actually putting uh, undisclosed levels of prescription pharmaceutical drugs in various uh, dietary supplement uh, matrices, uh, basically creating what are uh, illegal drug products masquerading as dietary supplements to get and, and being sold at retail or on the Internet or whatever. So that's one of the more egregious pro- problems we've seen that is relatively new in the last five years or so, although 20 years ago, 25 years ago, we saw this happening with um, – Chinese patent medicines coming out of Hong Kong, uh, where actually people were putting um, drugs that were analgesics uh, and anti-inflammatory drugs in Chinese patent medicines that were being marketed in Chinese herb shops and through individuals for arthritis. So this is not a new phenomenon, but it seems to be getting bad. Okay, thank you for that. And to what extent could this problem be be solved overnight if everybody just properly tested their raw materials and followed GMPs, or is that a overly simplistic way of looking at it. Well, it's probably not even simplistic to think that this would all go away if people just did everything the way they're supposed to do, but it's certainly, idealistically at least, and theoretically, the right way to go. Uh, we are at the American Botanical Council producing a series of white papers on economically motivated adulteration and also other types of adulteration based on uh, problems in GMP, problems in quality control, uh, plants that look alike, and other things like that that have historically been part of the problem. We're going to point out those issues to try to help improve people's access to resources to reduce the chances that herbs may be misidentified and other problems that might happen out of accidental. But the real focus is going to be on economically motivated adulteration. And of course, people who are adulterating are going to continue do so, doing so, uh, just finding new ways to adulterate, new uh, ways to try to detect or try to uh, avoid the detection that people are going to be using for in the laboratory to, to find adulterated material. Uh, we are probably not going to put an end to this, but we can reduce its prevalence and we can also help improve the ability of manufacturers to detect these adulterated materials so they don't buy them in the first place and then end up inadvertently putting them into their uh, products and then passing them on to consumers. So uh, our hope is that we can reduce the prevalence of this activity and this type of uh, uh, illegal and uh, irresponsible and, uh, and unethical practices, but we have no uh, naive uh, assumptions that we're going to end it all forever. 
In terms of the type of tests that uh, people conduct on uh, raw materials, um, in the GMPs it talks about using a scientifically validated method. Uh, is uh, it the case that uh, people are just not doing the right tests in many cases or they know what the tests, the appropriate tests are but they're just turning a bit of a blind eye and accepting the information that's coming in from suppliers? Well, I believe the GMP rule actually says that scientifically valid methods, not validated, and there's a distinction there. A validated method presumes that the method has been determined to be accurate, reliable, uh, and independently verifiable in multiple laboratories. Uh, that's what, like the AOAC does that type of validation. A scientifically valid method, however, is probably a lower standard, and that's going to be de- that found scientifically valid method that for determining whatever type of test for adult for uh, identity that a company chooses to utilize, they can develop that in-house or they can borrow somebody else's method uh, from a various compendia. Uh, that can be uh, basically a lower level of standard because it's not validated by a multiple laboratory process. Uh, that being said, uh, part of what we're doing with this proposed uh, white series of white papers on economically motivated adulterated botanical and botanical materials is to actually provide references to various methods that have been published elsewhere and then provide commentary on the various strengths and or potential weaknesses of those methods so people in uh, quality control laboratories in-house and or in third-party laboratories can have access to as wide a variety of, of analytical methodology that they can and determine which one is appropriate for whatever they're testing. Okay, well, thank you very much for joining us, Mark. This is Elaine Watson reporting for Nutra Ingredients USA.